Welcome to the RMMTV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We are into the supernatural. We believe that the supernatural is the way that you're to walk, the way you're to live. I'm Dr. Marina McLean, and I know that this is a time to walk naturally in the supernatural, grasping all the facets and infrastructure that keeps your mind tuned to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Come and find out how to walk in the supernatural by becoming a subscriber to RMMTV now. Megacost. Megacost was birthed out of Pentecost. Pentecost is the feast of the Lord where the church was birthed and the Holy Spirit came in great power and touched and changed the earth. Megacost, the Lord gave me that word because the word mega means great, unusual. And in these times, God's gonna do things that we have never seen before. And God is preparing his church to come into that higher realm of God's power. So I want you to join me on RMMTV because that's the only place it's gonna be shown. It's going to be on RMMTV. Megacost is the word. It's now the extension of Pentecost. Megacost. I want to welcome you to the Infinity Center, the place where Christ is very much alive and Christ is revealed. I feel a special unction from God today to bring you some truth. And the word that the Lord's given me to share with you is called Resurrection Encounters. And my prayer is for every one of you under the sound of my voice is that you will have an encounter and also a visitation. Remember what we learned last, what we, what we heard last week. Remember, visitations you can seek the Lord for. Encounters you cannot because they're sudden and they're what we call unexpected experiences. Either way, if any of them happen to you, your life will experience a change. So I want you right now to lift your hands with me. And say this after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you now. We bow our lives and we open our hearts before you. We seek more of you. We ask that you be revealed to us, in us, and through us till we become totally supernaturalized. In Jesus' name, amen. As I said to you, I'm really excited about what you're going to learn today, what the Lord's given me to share with you today. And do, and do forgive me, I just want to get straight into the word. Amen. I want you to go with me to St. John chapter 20. 
verse 6 and 9. Can we go to that scripture right now? And it's from the Amplified Bible. And the Amplified Bible does nothing more than basically amplify some words, and we can use some keywords to explain it. So you have the context so we can get the depth out of the verse. It's really important. So we're going to go into this scripture, but it's from the Amplified Version of the Bible, and it's St. John 20, verse 6 to 9. Now let me give you some backdrop to what we're about to read. Jesus is resurrected. The disciples knew him in the past. They knew the Jesus who turned water into wine. They knew the Jesus who walked on water. They knew the Jesus who multiplied the bread and the fish. In other words, they were total, they were totally, um, there's a word for it, they were totally related to his humanity in that they saw him. They touched him. They knew him on a one-to-one basis. And so now, Jesus now comes into another phase of his life, another place in life. And in this phase and, and, and place in life, Jesus is somewhat changed. And something has to happen in order for you to know him in the now. In other words, the backdrop behind this truth that we're going to hear today is this. Knowing Jesus in the past does not mean you know Jesus in the now. It does not mean you know him in the present. No matter how familiar you were with him in the past, it doesn't mean that you know him now. And we're going to discover this truth as we go into this scripture now. So let's start reading now. And remember, it's from the Amplified Bible. Hear what it says now. Then Simon Peter came up following him and went into the tomb and saw the linen wrappings neatly neatly lying there and the burial face cloth which had been on Jesus, Jesus' head, not lying with the other linen wrappings, but, notice the word, but rolled up in a place by itself. So the other disciple who had reached the tomb first went in too, and he saw the wrappings and the face cloth and believed without any doubt that Jesus had risen from the dead. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Stop right there. This to me is profound and very important. I want you to listen to this now. Because as many people believed he was risen, there were more who believed He was not. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. When they went in and they saw the empty tomb, well, you could say, well, yes, the body was taken, which is what the Jews alleged, that the body was stolen. But there was a clue left what caused those disciples who came in to actually believe. It says when they came in, they saw his burial things 
paraphrasing it. It says they saw it folded. And then it says, and they believed without a doubt. Now listen to this. Why did they believe without a doubt? Let me tell you why. There is a Jewish custom, and only if you really know a little bit about Judaism and you know Jewish culture would you even spot this. In Jewish culture, if I go to your home and, I, and we break bread and we eat together, and at the end of my um, eating with you, I fold the napkin, I wipe my mouth, and I fold, notice the word, I fold the napkin. In Jewish culture, the folding of the napkin, it means, listen to this, it means I'm coming back or I will return. Isn't that interesting? So it says, so when they went in and they saw the tomb, but it was when they saw that the garments were folded, it says, and they believed without a doubt because they were able to remember the custom of their day. So it says they believe now without a doubt that he was risen. But even though they believed, they didn't understand the scripture. Keep that now in your mind. That's the first phase of this now. Now go with me now to the next scripture we're going to read. And this is also from the Amplified Bible. It's from Luke 24 Verse 13 to 16. Can we go there? Luke 24, verse 13 to 16 from the Amplified Bible. Now, remember what we just read so far. They believed, he, oh, this is so powerful. They believed he was risen, but they hadn't seen him yet. Blessed are they that haven't seen, but yet believe. That's faith. Now watch this now. Hear what it says now. We're reading now Luke now. Luke 24, 13 to 16 from the Amplified Bible again. It says, and then that very day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all the things which had taken place. While they were talking and discussing it, listen to this now, Jesus himself came up and began walking with them. But listen to this. But their eyes were miraculously prevented from recognizing him. Now, these were his disciples. These were people that knew him. These were people that saw, let me just give you an idea. These disciples saw signs and wonders that the Bible says that in John's account, he said that Jesus did so many signs and wonders and miracles that there would not be enough books in the world to contain it. They saw miracles that Jesus did that we don't even know today. And they were so acquainted with his humanity. But now, in his resurrection, he has a physical form. He, you know, he, he, he's not in his glorified state yet. 
because he hasn't ascended to his father, but yet watch this now. The Bible says they didn't recognize him. So what changed? Hear it again. But their eyes were miraculously prevented from recognizing him. In other words, prophetically speaking, the veil was still over their eyes. They could not see. Now, people, listen to this. I don't care about what you, knew, what you know about Jesus 100 years ago, 20 years ago. What you know in the past versus what you know about Jesus now is completely different. You say, why? Because the progression of who he is is so much more than what he was. They were stuck knowing what he was that when he came in a new way, he was unrecognizable. And that's where the church today is divided. We stick in the past because we don't have present day truth. We stick with our doctrine because we don't come into revelation. And people who don't come into revelation, they stay in the basics. The only problem is you can't grow on it. And so here now, these disciples now, they believed, this was the clue now, the first people who saw him now, they believed that he was risen by the sign that was left. Now he's now on his journey now, and these guys are talking about what they saw in Jerusalem. They saw him crucified. It was a public display. They saw the turmoil that was in the city, and they were discussing all of this thing. And the scripture says Jesus came up to them and it says they didn't know him. It is possible to know Jesus in the past and not know Jesus in the present. Profound. Profound. Now, bearing in mind now, in Jesus' resurrection, he had now come into another phase of life. The church knows him in his death. But could it be we're at a place today where in his resurrection, he's, unidi he's unidentifiable to the church because to accept the resurrection, you have to believe in the power of God. Mm. Profound. 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 Three truths about the resurrection that needs to be understood before we go any further. Number one. Number one. It was not expected because of what they saw, how he died, how he looked. The resurrection, even though they were told it, the resurrection was not expected. Two, it was not believed. Three, it was not received. We know it because when the other um, disciples 
who had an encounter with him when until when and told other people that they had seen him, they did not believe evil. The three things you have to bear in mind to understand now that we today, today's church, is no different to the unbelieving believer. We're no different to the unbelieving believers who knew him before but couldn't accept him in the now. We're no different. Mm. I'm, I'm going to say those points to you again. The resurrection, number one, it was not expected to happen. They didn't believe it. Number two, it was not believed. Free, it was not received. Those three simple truths determine if the church is supernatural. What you expect, what you believe, and what you receive. Now, hear this now. Why is the resurrection important? Why, why were these encounters so important? In fact, you could arguably say the resurrection was solidified by encounters that they had with them. Listen to this now. Let me show you how powerful encounters are and why the church today, through artificial intelligence, is going off. Let me show you why. Let's read this. And when, we, when I read this to you, we're, we're going to come into some truth here that when we read it, I think some of you are going to hear it but I, I don't know how much of it you're actually going to receive. It's going to be very strong. But listen to this. I'm going to read it to you. This now is from the King James Version of the Bible. And I want you guys to turn it there. Turn, turn with me in your Bibles to this. This is powerful. 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. Oh, my God. In fact, let me go further. In fact, no. Yeah. Go, yeah, go, go with me. Yeah, 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. People, this is powerful. 1 Corinthians 15. And we're going to read verse 14, 15, and 17. And this is all from the Amplified Bible. And this is going to nullify any church that does not believe in the power of God and the supernatural. What we're about to read. Listen to this. It says... And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is vain, useless, amounting to nothing. And your faith is also vain, imaginary, unfounded, devoid of value and benefit. Not, here's now, not based on truth. We are even discovered to be false witnesses. Wow. Oh my God. Misrepresenting God. Because we testify concerning him that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise. If in fact, the dead are not raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is worthless, powerless, 
mere delusion and you are still in your sins and under the control and the penalty of sin. My God of mercy. Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast.